welcome to Dynastream's podcast, I said a prayer for you today. My hope is that you will be powerfully encouraged through real life situations, prayers, and encouraging words. Each episode is from the heart, not trying to be perfect, just being real for real needs. Feel free to share these episodes with those that you feel may need some loving strength. All right, let's begin. Hello, my friend. I want to encourage you today. This one is from Matthew eleven twenty eight, And quite honestly, I struggle to even encourage you today. Wondering if I can even get through this one because of what he placed on my heart. But trusting in what God has placed on my heart, the encouragements that just seem to flow because nothing is impossible for him. And so from Matthew eleven twenty eight, he says, Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And then he goes on to say, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. And my friend, when I look that up, I look up different words. What does it mean for rest? What does it mean for this? Because it certainly doesn't feel like rest. It certainly doesn't feel like a lot of things. Many times we go to him and we just don't, we don't feel. We don't feel his presence. We don't feel strong. We don't feel and there are times when we do feel we feel the 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 presence of the lord we feel the the anger of someone else we feel and so we have to weigh that back and forth when we're not always going to sometimes it seems like god is silent like he's not speaking to us like he's not there he's always speaking he's always with you he will never leave you nor forsake you I know there's times when it's like, well, we're supposed to hear and see, but I don't hear anything. I'm seeking him, but I don't feel like he's answering me. Keep seeking him. Because it's in that journey that you will discover so many things and so many attributes of who God is for you, for your life, for your situation. Because when you're weak, he is strong. Where's that weakness in your life? Where's that weakness in your circumstances? He's strong. He's there. His strength is there. And says, the joy of the Lord is your strength. So where you're weak, he is strong. The joy of the Lord is your strength. So the strength is the joy. The joy is the fruit of the Spirit. So when you follow that trail, it's the fruit of the Spirit. Joy is a fruit of the Spirit. And if, if you're like me, you go, but I'm not feeling very joyous. So I must not have the fruit of the Spirit. I must not be bearing fruit. I must not have the Spirit of the living God. That's not true. If you said yes to Jesus, accepted Him as your Lord and Savior, believed and confessed with your mouth that He is Lord. And that He came from heaven, walked among us, died an excruciating death on the cross and rose again. And you said yes to him. 
you have that spirit. All the fruit of the spirit dwells within you and how lovely is his dwelling place. And many times it doesn't feel very lovely. I know. But the joy of the Lord is your strength. And these were the words and are the words of Jesus himself. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And it's just amazing because when I used to think of that, you know, the word yoke comes up. And depending on what you're listening to and where you are and what's being just overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly thrown at you. You see these things of now the talk is, you know, eggs. And so you think of yolk and you think, that's what I used to do. I'm like, oh my gosh, well that egg gets beaten and it gets served in so many different ways. I know a chef that wears a hat and there's um, like all these different dents in it. And he said, those are all the different ways you can serve an egg. And so when we think in terms of that, well, chicken lays an egg. But that's not the yolk he's talking about. When you look at the yoke of, of walking with him, walking in stride with him, and then when you do that pressure, that, that yoke that went around their neck, like a oxen, and the yoke that goes around the neck. If that's the yoke, and I have to look even look this word up, but that yoke is you're not alone. You're not, put, you're not going through that pressure alone. You're not doing it by yourself. There is one walking with you that is sharing in that burden. And when you've ever felt like a burden bearer, and he says, um, the burden, um, his burden is light. It's not hard for him. It's not hard for the Lord. It's not difficult. Because he is all of heaven. He is the Lord God Almighty. Heavenly Father, Jesus Christ, Holy Spirit. His burden is light. Well, he is light, but his burden isn't heavy. It's not going to cause you to be weary. And sometimes it feels like a contradiction. I don't know if you've ever been walking with the Lord and you thought, I don't even know if I want to be a Christian anymore. Because sometimes it just seems so difficult. And no matter how hard you try or what you're doing, it just seems to be one thing after another. The enemy doesn't want you to have that anymore. But God is bigger than your circumstances. He's bigger than whatever you're going through. My friend, I know you're going through tough stuff. I know. And I've gone through some things and it seems like so many I could <laughs> I could just like lay them all out and go, "Oh my gosh." And you survived each and every one of them. You made it through. Someone gave me an encouragement yesterday about making it through. Just be proud of yourself that you made it through. You will get through this. This too shall pass. And I don't even know if that's in the word. But that really gave me strength. It gave me strength for sleepless nights. With a baby who wants to stay up at night. 
maybe crying, maybe feverish, maybe sick, and you've got to work to provide for that baby, and you're the only one. There's not someone to take over for you, but I will tell you this. I sat there with a feverish baby, and I've probably shared it with you before. I sat there with a feverish baby, and the fever's heading up to 104. It's heading super high. And I'm calling the doctor because we had just gone to the doctor or something like that and calling him like, do I go into emergency? What do I do? And I've tried everything. I've tried the, the rag on the forehead. I've tried the Tylenol. I've tried the, the cool bath. Try to bring this fever down. And it seems like no matter what I did, I couldn't help this baby. And I'm believing in prayer and I was a new believer. And I just sat there and I couldn't get a hold of the doctor who's going to call back. And I'm waiting for the doctor to call. And I thought, you know, if the doctor doesn't call me right back, I, I'm going to have to take this baby to emergency. But when you think about that, driving your baby, that means you have to put the baby in the car seat. And this baby is feverish and wants to just know that you're not going to leave them. Because you set a, a sick baby down and they're just like thinking they're all alone in this thing. So I prayed. And I said, Lord, I don't know what to do. The doctor, the fever's going up and the doctor isn't calling me back. Do I go to emergency? Lord, what do I do? Lord, I need your help. Lord, help me. It was simple. It was so simple. It was nothing profound. It wasn't even scripture repeated back to God. I was still learning the scripture. Within 20 minutes, that fever came down. Within 20 minutes, it was down to a low-grade fever. Oh, you could say, oh, that was the Tylenol, that was the cold bath. No, because those were not working. So, my friend, I sat there with this baby in my arms, crying out to God because the doctor was too busy. I'd have to go to the hospital. I'd have to call an emergency to come out. I was a new mom. I didn't know what else to do. Oh, I called my mom. I called people. How do you bring a fever down? I'm looking up. How do you bring a fever down? Because again, you've got this new baby that was a gift from God. And you want to steward this gift so well. What he really wanted me to do is say, Lord, what do I do? Oh, I cried out through this child's life. I cried out so many times, and I've shared these things with you. Within 20 minutes, that fever came down. So, my friend, these words, this has come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, I will give you rest. Cry out to God, and I'm sure you have. It doesn't have to be profound. It could be in tears because you don't know what else to do. And I know you hear the ways of the world. Well, why is prayer last? Prayer is first. When you're in the midst of a huge battle and you don't know where it came from. Is it spiritual? Is it natural? Is it whatever? I don't know. But I do know the one who heals. I I do know the one who restores and repairs and redeems and rebuilds. So my friend, cry out to him. He will give you rest. 
He will give you strength in the weak places of your faith. He will give you strength in the weak places of your body. He will give you strength in the weak places of your soul. He will give you strength in the weak places of your mind. He will give you strength in the weak places of your circumstances, in the weak places of your job, in the weak places, wherever it is, he will give you strength. Our strength comes from the Lord. He will strengthen you in places that you were like, how did I even do that? God gave you the strength when you needed it. But that strength, it is for a time and a season where he knows you need to get through something and then you need to rest because he needs to replenish all that you gave out. Time in his word, time with him, the rest, the strengthening for the battle that is before you. Let him give you strength. You don't feel like it's accomplishing much, but when you're in his word and you're praying and you're seeking him, He's making deposits spiritually because that is where he operates in the spirit realm. And he will manifest it in the natural because nothing is impossible for him. He can produce out of nothing. He created the world out of nothing in six days and he rested on the seventh. He created and rested. He strengthened. He will give you strength. He has done miracles. He has raised from the dead. He has transformed water into wine. Parted seas. And there is scripture that says, Jesus to his disciples, and greater things than these you will do. What is the greater thing in your life that he's going to do? What is the greater thing than you've ever seen that he will do? Because nothing is impossible. And with him, all things are possible. What are your words aligning with? Are your words aligning with what the world is saying, what the world has been through, what other people's experiences, those who do not know Christ, what their experiences have been? Their limited beliefs, the limitations they place based on science, based on experience, based on whatever it is. And we all learn and know based on what we've read, what we've learned, what we've been taught, what we've experienced. But how awesome when you've experienced something You've experienced God do something that no one can take from you because you know you experienced it. When you're praying to God, how is this going to be? Like, Lord, why did I have to go up there? Why did I have to go do this? Because it seems impossible. The, The classroom story I told you about. It's impossible that 14 people in front of us are going to step out of the way that we would have a place in that school. And I see writing in the sky, love God. The next morning I get a phone call, you're in. People cannot take those experiences from you. God will solidify something so important to you in a way that it's not just something you read, that someone else can challenge your philosophy, challenge your belief, because the world is challenging everything, challenging every belief, every word, every everything. What is your word aligning with? Are your words speaking in alignment with what God says? No weapon formed against me shall prevail. I've had weapon forms against me, and it looks like they prevailed. But God said, no weapon formed against me shall prevail. His truth said it's not going to prevail. It looks like it did, but it's not. Because God said so. No weapon formed against you will prevail, my friend. Speak that truth with your mouth. Believe it in your heart. 
because his truth spoken aloud will never return void. No matter what it looks like, no matter what it feels like, by faith, go to Hebrews 11.2. Faith is substance and evidence. It is real. And by faith, amazing people of God have accomplished great things, or they believed by faith. Some of them didn't receive, didn't even get to the promised land. There are so many miracles happening. Don't underestimate what God can do through your circumstance. When your trust and your belief is in who he is, what he says, go into his word. Go into his word like a child. What does it say? What does it mean? What is this? As if you're learning to read all over again. Get a concordance. Look it up. Take that journey with him. Let him show you great and mighty things. For he is the Lord God Almighty. And nothing is impossible for him. And I for one know there are circumstances and things that make it look impossible. People have said things that make it seem impossible. But God says nothing is impossible with him and all things are possible. And you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. All means all. Nothing means nothing. All and nothing. Isn't that amazing? I still love that. The world says, well, it's all or nothing. God says it's all and nothing. All things are possible with him and nothing is impossible with him. It's all and nothing. With God, he will change everything. He will change the way everything sounds because his ways are higher than your ways. His thoughts are higher than your thoughts. Sometimes you may be sitting in the presence of God and your ears will like pop. Maybe he's taking you to new heights. That's just the way he can speak to you. Remember going in an airplane, your ears pop. The pressure is different. So my friends, sit in the presence of God. Go into his word. And I know you are. I know you're praying. Believing. And maybe some of the ways of all these other things look more appealing. Well, if I do this, you know, they say to hold this object and that will really help me. That will, that will give me this. He said, have no other God before me. Are you trusting in the gods of the earth? Are you going to build a tower to get to heaven? Are you going to build the Tower of Babel to get because you want to get closer to God? That's not the way to do it. And he showed us what happened. Then he scattered their languages and they made it that they couldn't understand one another. My friend, what are your words saying? Because I know there are times when I have shared something and it was met with negativity every single time. Something negative would come at me. Are you, are you going to believe what comes at you? Or are you going to believe what God placed in your heart and what you spoke? Maybe you didn't even speak it. Maybe the negative just keeps coming. If you turn on the news anywhere, it all looks negative. Don't repeat that. Don't just repeat what someone else says that could be negative in your circumstances. Don't just repeat how all of these things are and what they're looking like and what might happen. The news says this and so people start declaring that. 
when God's prophetic voices start declaring that, what happens? You're giving it permission on the earth. What are you giving permission to? Is it what God is saying you have permission to? Your body is a temple of the living God. What are you giving permission to with your words? Are you giving permission with the truth? He's the way, the truth, and the life. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. Are the words you're speaking, are they God's words? And it doesn't mean you can only talk in scripture, but is what you're saying aligning with his truth? I know I've tripped up many times. I say tripped up and you're like, well, is that in the word? I go back and I say, Lord, what is that from? Where is that from? You'll see where those words are coming from. You'll see where the root of those things are. In this journey that you're walking through, you're going to see the root of where your words are stemming from, where your words come from. The belief system, what's operating in your subconscious, in your deep, deep, deep from within. Keep placing God's words in your heart. Read his scripture, saying out loud, pray out loud. And that was a significant course I did, praying out loud. Watch God transform your life. Because I've had people say they've never prayed out loud. It's uncomfortable. And they started praying out loud and they saw things happen. God gave them that. God gave them some immediate um, confirmation, if you will, of what he was showing them. Yes, he hears your heart. But when you can profess it with your mouth, you've overcome fear. Fear is an ugly beast all in itself. Is what you're thinking, what you're saying, is it rooted in fear? I lived in fear for years when my son was born. Years because of the torment of someone in our life. That fear is nothing compared to faith. But you have to get to that point and declaring it. Declare his word aloud. Even if you have to say, Lord, no weapon formed against me shall prevail. Lord, strengthen me in that truth. Because I need it. I need to know that you are my shield. By faith, you are my shield. The sword of the spirit is the word of God that I am using to battle this enemy in the shield. Nothing can penetrate that shield because it is rooted and girded in Christ. You will have peace. You will have rest. That burden you are carrying, take it to the Lord. Many of us carry burdens. And we are not meant to be a donkey carrying a burden like some dumb something. We just carry it from here to there and and you have no thought. No, no. You're an intelligent being. God has given you a mind, complex as it is. He will help you to understand. He will deposit things from heaven that are higher than any thoughts of this earth. And as you take steps by faith, you will see mighty mountains moved. You will see waters part. You will see transformed things that were not of this world. Wine. It didn't go through the grapes and the pressing because God can do the unimaginable. He can do far greater than you can think or imagine. Your limitations are only earthly limitations. Heaven has unlimited 
resources for you. Seek him, trust him, pray, believe. Pay attention to what your words are speaking. Pay attention to what you may be repeating from what you heard. Be encouraged, my friend. The Lord God goes before you and he fights battles on your behalf. Armies of angels. I pray that he opens your eyes to see and ears to hear what he is saying, what he is doing. That you may be encouraged in ways that you never thought possible. Because he is God. He is love. He is light. He is the healer, redeemer, restorer, the lover of your soul. God knows what you're going through, knows where you're headed, knows everything about the road in front of you. He's been there. He knows how to get you through it. He knows how to strengthen you. He knows how to give you rest. He knows how to speak to you where the enemy cannot imitate it. God knit you together in your mother's womb. He knows you more than you know yourself. And no matter what that looks like to you, it's all undergirded in his love for you. He wants to pour out his love that you know that you know that you know. There's a God who loves me. And it's greater than anything you could think or imagine. So my friend, in the words of Jesus, come to me, all you who are, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Read straight from the Bible. Matthew eleven twenty eight and 29. And that was the end of that chapter. So my friends, be encouraged. He is with you. He knows what you need. And no weapon formed against you shall prevail. Take it to him. Look up what you don't understand. And you will discover him in ways that will just inspire and ignite you will feel it in your spirit and you'll go ah oh, those aha moments where god touches your spirit and you connect something what it means what it means from your past your present your future what he's doing he may not always tell you what he's doing right now but he will protect you lead you and guide you because you are his child you are a child of the Most High God. And no one can pluck you from that place. Have no other God before him. Pray his word, speak his word, and it will never return void. And when something doesn't come back void, it comes back filled, right? And when it's filled with what God fills with it, yeah, that's pretty cool. Pretty amazing, pretty powerful. So be encouraged, my friend, and may the Lord bless you and keep you and cause his face to shine upon you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. 
Thanks for listening to Dynastream's podcast, I Said a Prayer for You Today. For more encouragements, visit our Facebook page at Dynastream LLC. That's D-Y-N-A-S-T-R-E-A-M-L-L-C. We'd love to hear from you. See you there. Thank you.